Welcome to Bear Fruit, where we have kitchen table conversations about relationships, faith, and culture. We're covering all the stuff millennials usually talk about when people leave the room. Have you ever been told no, or even worse, that you weren't good enough, or probably even worse than that, just completely ghosted? We're talking about rejection today, how to deal with it, and how to move forward. So pull up a seat, and let's bear fruit. What's up, cousins? Welcome back to Bear Fruit. My name is Dudley, and I am here with Allie. What's up, Allie? Hi, cousins. We have a, a, a good topic to cover on today. Um, but first, I want to ask you, what is your biggest goal in life? Biggest goal in life right now? Yeah, right now. My biggest goal in life is to graduate. What are your biggest goals? Um, my biggest, I guess my short-term, biggest short-term goal, honestly, my biggest goal really is to get through the day every day. Wow. <laughs> that's a, that's a are you are you okay? <laughs> no, I just have I have so much on my plate. I think my biggest goal is to get to the end of the semester with my head on my yeah. shoulders. Biggest long-term goal. I guess personally, I want a family. That's my biggest long-term goal. Like, wife, two boys. That's it. What about you? That's my long-term goal. To be, I'm so scared to put this out, but to be a doctor and not like an MD, but to have like a doctorate in psychology or counseling or whatever and have a family, like be a mom and a wife and go to Disney World with my family and would be that cute black Disney family. So the reason I we I wanted to open with goals is because today we are gonna be talking about um rejection. So in talking about rejection, rejection can apply to pretty much any experience in life that you have. Um if you haven't experienced rejection yet, please send me your notes. No, keep living. <laughs> keep living. Or, or keep living. But I think you can, like, rejection can come in jobs, personal relationships, romantic relations, relationships, shoot, anything. Like, I think rejection is just, it is a part, as Alice has said, it's a part of living. Like, that's something that we have all experienced. If we haven't, we will experience. Um, so that's why I think this is something I kind of wanted to talk about. Because it's a little, it's like one of those taboo topics. Like, nobody wants to talk about their feelings about rejection. But I also think it could be kind of cathartic. Yeah. Some of the goals that I've had in the past, and I'm sure, Allison, you can attest to the same, they haven't they haven't materialized for one mm. reason or the another. For one reason or another. And um some of those reasons may be because of rejection. So first I wanna re- I wanna um define rejection. So I found these like four types of rejection. I don't know if these are like these are not formal. I think this is like a blog. But I actually thought they were pretty cool. Well not rejection is not cool, but the definitions. How they how they categorize them. So the first one is uh, being ignored. So this is the unspoken rejection. This is the uh, being ignored. The, there, there's no response at all. Second one is the terse, uncaring 
rejection, which is the flat out no rejection. The third one is we regret to inform you, which is the nicely worded no rejection. And then the last one is try this instead, which is the no with suggestions for improvement rejection. Um, Allison, which one do you prefer? Um, which one do I experience? Or like, do I prefer? <laughs> like, when you say prefer, like, which I what's prefer? Your, what's your preferred rejection? Well, being that I've had experience in them all, um, <laughs> I would have to say the last one. Like, the I'm not a fan of any of them, but at least the last one gives some type of explanation of the the stop. <laughs> <laughs> you you could go no further. Like this is it. The first um, one sound like straight up ghosting. Like yes, that disappear. is ghosting. Yeah. So yeah. what 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 is your preference of rejection? Probably the last one. Like to try this instead. But honestly, I have grown to I guess appreciate not appreciate able to be able to deal with all of them except the first one i think being ignored is probably the worst type of rejection because even with even with a flat out no rejection there is still a sense of closure yeah um i think that the the being ignored one like since it doesn't have like a like any closure or like a period on it it just feels it almost feels like you can't even heal from that type of rejection because you never got closure. Like yeah. if I get a no, then at least I can start working towards moving on. But then the ignored one is just like this just this is space that is just so, not filled by yeah. anything good or bad, which is worse in my opinion. Yeah. It's like this emptiness and like a I think I'm an overthinker. And so the uh when that first one happens, the uh the ignoring, it's just like what did I do wrong? Like why like how did I mess up? Like cuz I'm a person like okay, like you can give me feedback and I may not like it, but I want to improve or whatever, but like you just ghost me. What's the hardest rejection you've ever experienced? <laughs> um there is the hardest rejection I've ever. Hmm. I believe the hardest rejection I felt was when I found out um, when I didn't get accepted into a uh, University of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I cried a lot about that because uh, I thought it's when I came back from Disney World. And I did not want to go back to Delgado. Uh, I felt like I had, I loved my experience at Disney. I loved serving people and like helping people. I loved making memories. And I was like, I could, this, I was like, this is something I could see myself doing. Like I could work in hospitality in the food industry. And so I knew UNO had like a hospitality and food program. And I was like, I'm going to apply. And like so many people are encouraging me to apply and get in. I paid like, the application fee, and y'all know for our schools, they're, they aren't cheap. Pay for application fee, pay for transcripts and stuff, and like was emailing admissions, all kind of stuff. To uh, And everyone was just so encouraging. And until I got like that uh, email saying I didn't make it, I just felt like a failure. I felt like 
all the lies I had like believed about myself, like not being smart enough, not being able to uh, do it, not feeling like I would live up to anything like those lies, which I know are lies to this day, but at those times, those seem like real realities. And so it was really tough for me to accept the fact that I could not go to that school for something I thought I wanted to do. What about you? What is your, since we're going deep? (laughs) You know, it's so funny. I wrote this question and I didn't think about my personal experience. Just wanted to dig into mine. (laughs) Have me relive this trauma. (laughs) And just... Um, Dang. So, okay, I think this is really telling of the kind of person I am. I'm not as emotionally impacted by, like, I guess, formal rejection, like a job or, like, school as I am with personal rejection. So I don't know. I can't think of a specific instance, but I think in the times that I felt the deepest hurt from rejection, they've come in the form of, a friendship, whether it dissolved or didn't materialize. I think mm-hmm. that's probably the deepest form of rejection. Now, I also say, and so I, I have experienced success in the workforce and schooling. So I think like not having success in personal relationships is like, like I can work hard at those things and achieve, mm-hmm. but if I feel like I'm putting the same type of work into a personal relationship and it still fails or there's still like rejection, I'm almost like, what the heck? Like, what did mm-hmm. I do wrong? Because mm-hmm. I feel like I can take steps A, B, and C and see the benefits or the fruit of that. But if I take those same methods or same ideals in personal relationships and it doesn't come, it doesn't happen the way I've envisioned it happening. That is hard for me to deal with. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily, I had a conversation with somebody about this the other day. And if she hears this, she's going to laugh. We was talking about Zodiac signs. I'm not necessarily in the Zodiacs, but we were talking about like Pisces being super sensitive. And I was like, yeah. Um I am not I am not sensitive. I am just highly in tune with my emotions. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> so, that doesn't necessarily mean that I am easily offended, but I put a lot of emotions into the things that I do and I feel deeply. So, I am an empath. I feel other people's pain. I feel my own pain probably more than the average person. And so I think that rejection for me in personal relationships is a very hard thing because I feel like I am a very personal, personable person. Yeah. So I think that is something I almost say it happens frequently, but like that is something that has happened multiple times. And in those times, that has been the hardest rejection. Yeah. That's I think it's funny how like ours are like flipped opposite yeah the inverse um, yep. yeah because i think i think you had me thinking about like my friendships and like 
Because I find it, as I got, when I was younger, it was very hard for me to make friends. So I feel like as an adult, I'm like, well, if they come, they come. If they don't, they don't. Because of the rejection I felt as a kid. Um, So now I'm like, well, I'm going to focus on stuff that I can't control and like that I want to grow in. And I was like, school. So, yeah. Interesting. So do you think that your your response to the rejection as a child now is a uh like a shield to rejection oh a thousand percent because i still feel that hurt like i still i like i still feel not all of the insecurities that i once had as a kid but i still have some of those insecurities and i i feel like your, your brain remembers everything like my brain mm-hmm. remembers everything and so when I think about how I felt as a rejection, even in elementary school, I don't want to experience that as an adult. <laughs> and so like, I am just going to, I'm going to do me. And as I do me and try to pursue different things as people cross my path, like I'm like, oh, hey, hey, hey. And I feel like I've I've grown to like be okay with me. And I've grown to like, like it's easier for me to make friends now than it was back when I was a kid. And but and when it comes to um my schooling, it's a uh, it's a struggle. So that's why I'm like, it's interesting. Switching gears a little bit, do you think that sometimes our rejection or the rejection that we experience can be self inflicted? Hmm. Like self sabotage. I guess it could be a form of self-sabotage. Like, if you re- get rejected... Because th- I guess when I was writing this question... So, I'm going to get my answer. Yes. Um, and that's something that I had to mature and learn. Because there have been situations, I'll say professionally, that I've experienced rejection. And I might be really upset about it. But then, in like reflecting, I was just like... Yeah, that was probably my fault. That was probably, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was probably why that did not work out the way that I wanted it to because I didn't do my part. And I think, but that that's hard to accept because it doesn't eliminate the feeling of rejection. Right. But so you have that layer of rejection. And then you also have on top of that, like you looking in the mirror and it's like, <laughs> What did you do? <laughs> you did this. You did this. And okay. I I I had to mature into that because it's easy it's easier for me to be mad at somebody else. Like that's, you did this, you rejected me even though I feel like I am qualified or worthy of XYZ. You are the reason why I did not get to that place. But sometimes me is the reason I didn't get to that place. I've seen that more in my uh like professional life. Like, how come they got a promotion and I didn't? Sis, cause you <laughs> you was over there kicking when you should have <laughs> been grinding. Like, <laughs> like you shouldn't have. And I feel like it's just like you said, it comes from maturity. It comes to a place where you have to realize, like. And I love how you started, even like the questions are like goals, like what, what was the actual goal? When you're not focused on your goal and things don't, you think you're doing right, but you're not like, 
something will happen. I, like, I remember when I used to work at the bank, like when I first became a banker, I was like, I want to, that, that was more opportunities for me to make more money because of commission. But I was so concerned about like making sure like my coworkers like me, but like my, like there was a portion of my uh, check that if I did what I was supposed to do, I could get extra money just from doing it's doing stuff like with excellence. But I was so concerned about, oh, when we going to lunch or what we doing or whatever like that, that I wasn't getting all the coins. And so I sat down with my manager and I was like, so how can I get this? It was like, and he said that he said stuff that is literally in my job description. <laughs> like, well, if you, <laughs> well, if let's, you, let's pull out your job. <laughs> let's see how you can do better at it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, at that point, I was like, you know what? You're right. And I saw a goal. I was like, and then I realized like they wasn't, it wasn't even all that anyway. So I was like, let me, let me focus on why I'm here. I am not here. Like if I build relationships and make friends, that is perfect. But if I'm here to achieve a goal, I'm going to get this goal. I've seen that a lot in my personal life, like people um, making attempts at certain goals and just consistently self-sabotaging mm-hmm. and then get mad when they face rejection. And I'm just looking like, well, how did you think this was going <laughs> to go turn out for you? If you, right. if you are doing X, Y, Z or not doing X, Y, Z, like yeah. I'll say, I, I'm going to get even deeper. So I have this really exciting event that I'm going to this weekend. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, I have bought this um this new suit. Okay. All right, suit. <laughs> okay, can't wear it because <laughs> you can't. <laughs> I I was not doing what I needed to do mm. week prior. So mm. the rejection that I felt <laughs> was trying to was trying to button the pants up. You got to lay See, the trick is to lay down. And suck but what in. happens when I have to get up? Suck in. Don't See, breathe. Don't eat. So I, I should have thought of that earlier. <laughs> so so I cannot blame the manufacturer <laughs> for why I didn't get in that suit. You, right. You can't blame Uber. You can blame Uber Eats. I can blame Uber Eats, but I can't blame the manufacturer because that is that is self inflicted. <laughs> that is funny, but that's real. That is so real. That is very real. Before you mature, I know we talked about maturity, um, and you spoke a little bit about how you responded to rejection in the past. But I want you to kind of delve deeper into that. Before you mature, how what was your response, your knee jerk response to rejection? Um, they wrong. I'm right. Like they that they they don't Stub- know what they t- stubbornness. Yes. They don't know what they talking about. Who who are you? Why are you here? What you mean I can't get this job? Huh? Your loss, which even though I don't meet any of the qualifications. <laughs> <laughs> um like I, I think I want to push back a little bit on that. Mm-hmm. Um I've known you for some time. Yeah. And um I don't think that that is your, has always been your first first response to rejection. What you mean like cry? Uh I've seen you cry more than you say 
okay, so I cry. <laughs> and? Well, no, yeah. I think it's important for people okay. to hear that. Because... Yes, I, I cry. When I, when I cry, it's like ugly, in a pillow, snot nose cry that eventually leads to their loss <laughs> and yes, yes, yes there are it's, stages it is it's like within the snot bubbles it's like forget them like they don't know what they're missing i'm about to watch a disney movie or <laughs> and eat ice cream <laughs> like yes i do it was very hard for me <laughs> i think that exploring rejection is almost how like you could probably go through similar stages like you deal with grief. Yeah. Like denial and anger and sadness. Like yeah, I think you. that there's parallels to that. I think my before I and I'm hesitant to say before I mature because even as I mature, I, I do feel like sometimes <laughs> I have some of the same responses to rejection. And I think the general one, which we will talk about at a later episode, is anger. So, like, <laughs> it is it is unlikely for me to cry because of rejection. But I can be mad now. And my anger is... It is not an average anger because I am a generally I'm a generally happy, easygoing person. But if I get mad, it's like literally on the opposite end of the spectrum to the point where I have I don't want to jump in too much of the next topic. But yeah, that's I have scared myself. I'm about to say I'm getting very uncomfortable, even as because <laughs> Allison, Allison has seen me be I angry. Has, I have seen him upset, and it's it's no fun. It's on, not, and it's not it's not often, but it is um, it is very real. But so I think like my my rejection response has typically been anger before it is sadness, and before there is acceptance. It's yeah. really just been like, and I think it was coming from the place that you were talking about earlier. Like I. It's almost a place of, not almost, it is a place of pride. And I, the reason I say pride and not self-confidence, because I think self-confidence helps you deal with rejection. Pride does not. Yeah. So pride has come from a place of, you know, I am more deserving than another person, or I am better than mm-hmm. the alternative. And I think that's probably why my responses in the past and like if I'm not careful sometimes now it is it's not coming from a good place yeah because it it if it requires me to diminish somebody else in order to get through my feelings that's not good amen friend so to close us out we do want to leave you guys with the seed um and we just kind of and answer the inverse of that question so we talked about what are some i guess natural knee-jerk responses to rejection but i want to give the other maybe not even the other side for some people but like what's what's a healthy way for us to deal with rejection um healthy ways to deal with rejection i would say consider the source um i think it's important to consider who you're getting this feedback response or whatever from. 
And I like I like to filter things out. I like to filter it out based off of what what people who have relationships with me can say. Like so like Deli was able to thankfully call me out on my tears earlier. But like Dudley has a relationship with me and Dudley knows me. And so like if I am rejected with something, I'm able to like go to him and be like, hey, so this this was said XYZ. And as my friend, he's able to say, okay, no, that's not true. Or well, you may want to like look at it from this perspective. So I can see because maybe first off it doesn't appear as something that is unlike you. But then as is filtered through the right filter, you can see it may look more like you or it may not look like you at all. So I think it's important to just like consider the source, process it effectively, and don't hold on to it. I think that's a part of rejection. Like people need to just keep moving. Like don't yeah. sit in it. Like just keep walking and keep moving because the life goes on. Like whatever circumstance, whatever's happening, like life is going to continue. So don't waste time just sitting there sulking in it. Like, get up and keep pushing. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's easier said than done, but I think that's, that's right. Like, you, eventually you have to move past it. Like, you yeah. cannot let rejection consume you. But I would say a healthy response to rejection, I think for me as somebody who is a, a introvert, a little bit of a loner, like, self-reflection is my healthy response to rejection like processing my emotions being honest with myself about yeah. how i feel about certain things i don't think that's necessarily easy but i think it's so it's so necessary like there are times where i have i've experienced rejection and felt an emotion that i never allowed myself to say hmm. like i never allowed myself to say you know what that hurt my feelings or you know i am I'm saddened by this because I had an expectation that was not met. Yeah. Or it requires this vulnerability that you, I'll speak for myself as a man. I don't feel a lot of times I have had license to do even with myself, because you know, you, you grown when you grow up, you, when you cry, you've been told to toughen up or like suck it up or, you know, just mm-hmm. deal with it. I think that is, you need to get there eventually, but that you don't need to start there. Yeah. So I think a lot of reflecting on my emotions, um, being honest about my emotions, and then moving forward, like making an active decision to move forward, making an active decision to not hold on. Because honestly, if I look back at my life in every single rejection that I've experienced, I have learned from it. Yeah. And the ones that the ones that were self-inflicted, I've learned how to make adjustments so that I do that I'm not self-sabotaging myself. And the other ones that I didn't have anything to do with, I I can honestly say like looking at my life, God has never given anything that belonged to me yeah. to anybody else. That's good. And I can just I I can rest in that because if if it wasn't meant to be, then I know God is going to give me his best. So that wasn't his best. It might look like the best, but it wasn't yeah. the best. So I yeah. just got to be patient and, and wait on it. And because that rejection might mean not yet. Yeah. I can say as I like sit back and reflect, I'm thankful for the rejections I got, even when it comes to school. 
Because, like, had I gone to you and know, like, I am not interested in food and hospitality. And I, like, I'm interested in hospitality, but, like, I have always had a heart for caring for people. I just didn't know how that looked. And, like, if God hadn't closed that door, I would have been doing something that I feel like eventually would have led me back to where I'm at because I feel like I'm walking in my purpose and I'm doing what he's called me to do, even though it may not be in the time or place that I thought. But it's cool to know, like, okay, like, this rejection isn't just, like, a. it may hurt for a moment, but, like, I feel like when you, like, walk with the Lord and you know, like, he has your best interest, you're like, okay, this is a closed door that you close, and I'm ready for you to open the one that's mine. Yes, Lord. And thank God. Thank God for closed doors and bolted doors, because I have, I have knocked on doors that I was initially rejected from that I had no business going back to. And he bolted that until I got the picture. That's, so, that a preach. So for all of you out there who have experienced rejection or going through rejection right now, I just encourage you to take what you've gotten from this episode, apply and just really just trust that God carries you through that. Allow yourself to be honest with yourself. Sometimes you got to zoom out and not get so close to it. Zoom out yeah. so that you can see the bigger picture. And even if you can't, God does. Thank you for tuning in to the Bear Fruit Podcast. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and share with a friend. Until next time, go bear fruit.